All right. Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. I hope this isn't a terrible idea. Thank you for covering. It's a great idea. Oh, you're just complaining about I'm Shabbos. Just, I'm upset that I missed David. That's yeah, I'm, I'm upset I missed David too. I almost showed up, but I blacked out on the couch. I should have showed up. No. All right. Today we're learning Maseches Kedushin Daf Nun. We're starting at a fresh Mishnah toward the bottom, about 10 lines from the bottom. Mosnisen on the bottom of Mem Testament base. If a husband misrepresents himself when he's getting engaged, he says, Amenas Shani Kohen. And it turns out, or he says that he's a Levi, or he says he's a Nafsin, or he says he's a Mamzer, or if he says he's a Ben-Ir, he's actually a, uh, not a city person, he's a village person, or the opposite, he misrepresents himself in that way. Or if he says, just some facts, some raw facts about his life. And then, or Rachok, that I have an older daughter or shifcha ve'enlo o he says he doesn't have kids and he really does o or he says no on condition that I do have and he doesn't and in all of these cases where the man has misrepresented himself even though she said I would have been okay with marrying him, even with these misrepresentations. The Gemara says, So no misrepresenting. Now, we're only talking about right now, the actual I'm not talking about if he misrepresented himself on dates. And then they subsequently, because then it's not, it's not. That's okay. He's a liar. He's uh, maybe a terrible person, but the Kedushin would be Chal in cases like that if the Kedushin wasn't Bitznai, but one of these pieces of information. The Chain, he, she, Taso, Allah would be the same if she mis misrepresented herself and that became a Tznai within the Kedushin. Says the Gemara, an extremely important sugyan shas, which is a sugyan shas we refer to as dvarim shebelev. We're going to get into that today. Says the Gemara, Ugavra, there was a man, there's a guy, he sold his house, he sold all of his belongings with intention to move to Eretz Yisrael. At the time that he had the garage sale, everything's on the front lawn. He didn't give the context of, I will be making aliyah. And then what happens if things don't work out? Well, whatever. For whatever reason, it doesn't work out. So Lamaisa, had, had it been that he had set his intentions, then the Chorah, he could get back everything that he sold because the sale was contingent upon his moving. But because he didn't say anything, so therefore, he, so now the sales are final and he can't get anything back even if his Aliyah is now ruined. Amarava, Havidvarm Shabalev, the fact that he only thought these things in his mind and didn't say them out loud has no halachic bearing. And that's because <clears throat> things that are inside a person's heart, they don't matter in regards to transactions. I can think whatever I want in my brain, making aliyah and not making aliyah. I hate you, I love you, a condition of X, Y, or does none of it matters. When it comes to transactions, dvarm shebelev, enam dvarm. So it makes the 
What are you talking? About? Oh, in, in this thing with yeah, 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 yeah. It's an it's, it's an assumption. It's an assumption. Yeah. Again, we we didn't learn that sugya, but that's what the gemara is framing as. Oh. That's what it sounds like, right? We don't we didn't learn that sugya. Yeah. Well, by the end of this sugya, we'll actually circle back to this case. We'll have a little. We'll have more information, but that's what it looks like right now. Yeah. So the gemara says minole the ravaha. How does Rava know? Very bottom line of Mem Testament base. <clears throat> How does he know that Dvarm Shabalev Ainam Dvarm? That when it comes to transactions, that that which is in the seller's heart doesn't matter. Only that which comes out of his mouth actually matters. The Gemara gives four attempts. The first three get rejected. The fourth one is a little sophisticated. We'll hold cup and we'll come up with a conclusion that Taka, it's true that Dvarm Shabalev Ainam Dvarm. So here's answer number one. We have a Mishnah. This Mishnah is found in Maseches Rosh Hashanah and Yevamo, so we've learned it already. The Pasuk says, Yakrivo, so uh, that we make him bring a korban. So we do force him to bring a korban under certain circumstances. We're allowed to force him, but you might have thought it's against his will. We have to force him. So those two terminologies don't, don't fit. They're oil and water. So that's why the Gemara says on the second line, how then do we understand the brisa? We're forcing him to bring the korban leritzono. That's a stira. So the Gemara says, We beat the guy up until he says, "Okay, fine, I'll do it." Says the Gemara, "Why? Why would that work? That doesn't even make any sense. After all, habelibe lo nichale. He doesn't want to bring it." He, he, we're saying that we have to force him that he doesn't want to bring it. So says the Gemara, it must be <clears throat> that we do force him to bring it. The action is what matters. What's in his heart doesn't matter. That's why we can force him. Therefore, we see a raya, that the feelings that are in his heart don't matter when it comes to maizim, when it comes to actions and transactions. As long as the guy brings the korban, shalom al-Yisrael. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Maybe that case is actually different. Then we cannot learn. Why is the case of the Korban? <clears throat> Why is the case of the Korbanos not a good Raya? Because the Anan Sade, we make a testimony. In other words, we have a halachic assumption. Whatever Yetzirah the guy has to not bring this Korban, he's got to be a fool to not get Kapara. So perhaps, even though there is a schmeck, it sounds a little bit like we could learn from the fact that we force him to bring this korban. Perhaps this case is unique. And perhaps in this case, the reason why you can't learn anything from here is because we assume that this guy, deep down, he does want kapara. Just like every year, the Pintula year. Yeah, some of the things we see on the news about Jews, uh, death to other Jews, crazy crazy stuff going on in Eretz Yisrael. Crazy stuff. So we see crazy things. Deep, deep, deep down, the Torah is MS, and they know it. Okay. So here too, the Gemara says, Nichale kapara. All right, let's try answer number two. From where do we know that Rava holds the Gemara says six, seven lines down on Nunam Aleph. <clears throat> we have at the end of that particular b'risa that we saw earlier. That we do have this principle when it comes to Gittin for women and when it comes to freeing Avadim, that when it's time for them to be freed, we're not getting into that now. We've discussed in previous Prakim and Masechdas. Here too, 
we see that there is <coughs> that there is a forcing that takes place. Why would these forcings actually work? Let's just drill down just on Gitei Nashim. It's Mamash Apasik and Chumash. I told someone over Shabbos, didn't think it was a Chiddush, but they didn't, they'd never learned kitten. I told them that getting divorced is a mitzvah doraisa. We were talking over Shabbos, but it's mamash mitzvah doraisa. So the Gemara says, uh, why would the divorce even function? After all, what happened? He doesn't want to divorce her. You can't take my feelings and make me want to divorce my wife. Perhaps we can learn from this b'risa where it says, Beautiful, the Gemara tries with attempt number two to show that the Gemara rejects this also. Maybe it's different over there. Perhaps there, there's a special mitzvah to listen to the Chachamim. And Rashi says on the second line of the page, Perhaps even though for the moment he doesn't want to divorce his wife, but in another part of his heart, he wants to do what Bezdin wants. So in that other chamber of his heart, he wants to do what's right. And therefore you can't bring a raya from Kitten because perhaps in Kitten he, he wants to be Mekayim Ella says the Gemara, 10 lines down, three lines into the wide lines on Nunam Aleph, the third possible answer as to how Ravanu Dvarim Shebelev, Enam Dvarim, that the feelings in my heart have no bearing on actions and transactions. Ella, a man who wants to marry a woman. The Omar, and he said, I thought she was a Kohenes, turns out I was wrong, she's a Levia. Levia Benimtse's Kohenes. I thought she was a Levia. Turned out I was wrong. She was a Kohenes. Ania Vaharehi Ashira. That's a sincere guy. He says that uh, I thought she was poor. Turned out she was an heiress. I had no idea. Or the opposite. Ashira Vaharehi Ania. Now he's upset. Gold digger. Says the Gemara. They're married because she didn't trick him. He just didn't know. It wasn't her fault. She didn't. He thought she, he didn't ask. They never went on any dates. Are you a Kohenes? Are you a Levi? Are you a Yisrael? What's your favorite color? They never spoke. They barely knew, they barely knew each other. Regular old school shidduch. <laughs> or new school, depending on where you live. No, <laughs> new square. <laughs> Very good. Your first day back in a while, this guy doesn't miss a beat. New square. So he didn't know it. She didn't make a mistake. She, did, she didn't misguide him. She didn't mislead him. He just didn't know. So says the Gemara, why would they be Mekudeshes? I only thought that this was the case. In my heart, I thought she was a Kohenes. I was wrong. Ella, maybe we should therefore say, answer number three. So here's our third attempt. And this the Gemara says, Yikes. The Gemara says, perhaps they're only married the Chumrah. Meaning, there's an aspect of suffix here. We're going to be machmir on this guy, that it's as though he's actually married. He can't be with anybody. He's trapped right now, and he needs to divorce her in order to marry anybody else. But they're not fully properly married. Why is a man trapped? A man can marry anybody he wants. Except her. Except her. Except her. Right. But he's limited. He's limited. It's not that he's trapped. It's that this is not a proper marriage. 
It's only a marriage of the Chumrah. They're not fully married. They're Mekudeshes ve'ena Mekudeshes. They can't live with her either. <laughs> can't sleep with her. Can't marry somebody else. Can't marry. He's, yeah. he's like... meaning of the word Chumrah. He's got no options. He, right. So he, why? Well, he, no, he could marry. He could marry, he could marry somebody else. He just can't. He can't sleep with her. He's not married to her. <laughs> the Gemara doesn't use this, but I'm I'm borrowing this from elsewhere. She's Mikudeshes Ve'ena Mikudeshes. She's one-footed. He's one-footed. He, in theory, could marry other people as long as he knows who his sisters are not. That's true. But the point is that you can't bring a raya from here that dvarim shabalev is enam dvarim because this is half a marriage. He wants the marriage. What? He wants it. He, uh, it seems he wants to. It, it does seem that way. It's just that his feelings don't matter. He might want to all day, but kasavor hayisi kohenis, and now she's a levia. So because of the mitzias of the case, <laughs> Because of the Matthias of the case, Mikudashas Vain and Mikudashas. Burkhatadunoy, the Rain Malachalam Shakon, Yavibar. So now the Gemara gives its final answer as to how we know that Dvarm Shebelev or Ain and Dvarm. Elamar Abaye Mehacha. Our Mishnah says, Behulam, Afapish Amra, Belibi Hoyalis Kadishlo. That's our Mishnah. The Mishnah we started with, with Almanasha and he coined and he he lied or he mis he misguided her. In all of those cases, even if she were to say, believe me, that I really would be okay marrying him anyways, after all, why? So says the Gemara, Hakamar, Hakamar, believe Hoya. I'm willing to get married to them. So what do we see? Dvarim Shibalev is Anam Dvarim. What's in her heart doesn't matter. It doesn't override the fact that he misguided her. So therefore, Dvarm should believe in Dvarm. The Gemara says, wait, perhaps this is not a good Mari Makam. Vidilma Shani Hasam, Tekevan de Asne, Lav Kol Kemine de Akra Leilitzmeha. Our whole Mishnah was Almanas, Almanas, and Almanas. Her you can't bring a Raya from here. Of Dvarm Dvarm, he framed his Kiddushin in an Almanas kind of way. And because the Kiddushin was framed that way, his conditions were not fulfilled. And the Kiddushin is not Chal. Her feelings have nothing to do with this. Forget about, we never got to her feelings. The words that came out of his mouth weren't fulfilled. Zero. You can't learn from here that Dvarm Shabalev Einam Dvarm. So the Gemara says, <clears throat> uh, Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, that's what the Gemara says. The law called me. El Amar, Rav Chia Baravin, Uvda Habebe Rav Chizda. This case was a case that was brought before Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda, Be Rav Huna. And Rav Chizda brought it to his Rebbe. He didn't know the answer to the question either. He wasn't sure about Pshad in this case of Dvaram Shebele Venom Dvar. Upashtua Meha. And Rav Huna gave Pshad in this case of Dvaram Shebele Venom Dvaram from the following. Haomer Lishlucho, a man says to his messenger, Have li mina chalon o mina deluskima. I'd like you to please go get me something. Take money from the windowsill or take money from a basket. And I want you to go buy something with it. Turns out that it was actually hectish money. It turns out it was hectic. You're not allowed to do that. So says the Gemara. Even though my my intentions were good, I didn't 
want for you to use hektish money. I was, I forgot which pile was what. What's the din? The Baal is chayv and me'ila, not the shliach. The Baal. Let's say I ask you to go do something. Can you please go to my windowsill? Take the $200 that are there, go shopping at Jewel. Oops, it's hectic. And what did I say in response? My feelings. I says the Gemara, he says, my feelings were not that you should use hectic. I You took the wrong pile. I guided you to the wrong place, whatever. It must be third of the way down through the very thick lines. So we see a raya. We see a raya over here for the sheet of Rava. That when it comes to actions and transactions, we don't care about your feelings. Your feelings have no bearing on the halachic transaction that's taking place. And therefore, even though you didn't intend for him to take hektish, but he took hektish at your request. So you, the Baal, are chayev and me'ila. You did something wrong. <clears throat> Says the Gemara, wait a second. Wait. The Dilma shiny hasam to the miftar nafshemi korban kasi. Maybe he lied when he said belibi, and you can't bring a raya about one way or the other. Says the Gemara, why? If, why would he do that? He could say the truth. What's a better truth? What's the truth that you could say to get out of a korban? Say you did it on purpose. <laughs> That's for sure. You never are going to be chai for me if you did it on purpose. You have other problems, don't for sure, Pashat. But the, the Gemara says, Says the Gemara, no one would ever say that. Why not? Because lo avid inish. People are not like that. No one's going to make a taina that says I'm a Russia. They'd rather lie and say, believe me, I really meant for you to take the chulin money. And then you inadvertently, or I inadvertently guided you to take the hektish money. Says the Gemara, ah, oh, but he could have said something else. There's another taina that he could have said that would have kept him exempt from punishment. What's that? Says the Gemara, havalei lomar nizkarti. Oops, I, I just remembered. That too would have worked to get him out from under this difficult situation. And the Gemara didn't claim this. And the, by virtue of the fact that the Gemara didn't claim Nizkarti and that we accepted his line of Belibi, that's the Raya, the Dvarm Shivalev Enam Dvarm. Because Itaka said Belibi and he could have said Nizkarti. What's the precedent in Halacha for saying Nizkarti and being exempt? Says the Gemara, it's not. It's actually the Tanya. <laughs> <clears throat> Nizkar balabais. <clears throat> nizkar If the, the um, balabais later remembers, he's nizkar. He doesn't say believe. He says nizkar. Look where the burden falls. Shliach which means the balabais could then push away his chiyuv from Eila by just saying nizkar. He didn't say that, and therefore we see, <clears throat> and this is the conclusion of the Gemara. Because in this case, he said, believe in regards to the case of Hektish. Now the Gemara circles back to where we started. Ahu Gavra, there was a man. <clears throat> he sold all of his possessions with the thought, with the hope that he would go up to Eretz Yisrael. Halavai, we should be in Eretz Yisrael on Sogas. Hashem next year. All the same. Yes. That's what, that's where my heart was. I guess Dvarm Shibalev Enam Dvarm. I should have. This is the wrong sugya to say uh, what my feelings were in the past. So the Gemara says, Salik, he did taka go up. Velo uh, Istar It didn't Istar from the word Seder, Samich. But it didn't work out. 
that he ended up coming home. That's actually not what the word means. No, Istar from the word dar. He then went to the land, but found that he was... Rashi says, Velo yachol Sorry, I was incorrect. Rashi says it's from the word dar, to live. Not... He didn't get settled, basically. He couldn't settle in. He couldn't find a dirat. That's a supply. He tried to move into Ramat Bechemish. That was a long waiting list. So Lamaisa, he turned back and came back to Chicago. Amar Rava, called the Salika died to Lameidar, who... His intention was to go back, live in Eretz Yisrael, and he didn't end up living there, so he should get his money back. But he could amri that there's another version of this. He could amri I died to the Mesak. Taka did go up. What do you mean? He lived there for a year. He lived there for a month. He lived there for a week. The Maise lived there for a little bit. So then he lived there. Okay, you want to come back now and say I want my property back that I sold you all das that I did that it didn't work out too bad. You lived there already. You already checked the box of your condition. Done. Another story, similar story. Same thing. A guy sold his properties with the hopes, with the aspirations of making Aliyah. And in the end, he didn't end up going. Not that he went and it didn't work out. This guy never got on a plane. Never got on the plane. I filled out paperwork for Nefesh Benefesh in 2008. <laughs> but I never I never made Aliyah. I'm standing here. Never made Aliyah. So Amar Avashi, Ibai Salik, if he wanted, he could have gone. He wanted, he could have gone. So he can't be Choser from all of the things that he made because that's up to him. You sold it all tonight, but you're the one who could have fulfilled it tonight. You chose not to go to Eretz Yisrael or life didn't play out for you, whatever. Nikad Amre, in a very similar form, but asked more rhetorically, if he wanted to go, couldn't he have gone? These two things sound almost identical. Let's compare them. If you want, you can go. Or if you want to go, couldn't you go? And the Gemara asks, this is such a splitting of hairs. The Gemara says, what's the difference between these two shitas? The difference is, if when he was on his way and ones took place, uh, the plane, mechanical failure, and he couldn't end up flying there, whatever. So according to one of these shitas, um, ones is not an excuse. And according to the other shitas, ones would be an excuse. Okay, Ayn in the Rishonim. That's what the Gemara says over here. And let's continue with a new Mishnah, two-thirds of the way down, almost two-thirds of the way down, Anun Amarala. Haomer Lishluchom. A man says to his messenger, I'd like you to propose to Rachel, and I'd like you to do so in City X, in Evanston, in Ramat Beit Shemesh, whatever the case may be. And instead of listening to me, if I'm the shleach and you're the, if I'm the Baal and you're the shleach, instead of proposing to my fiance in Evanston, you proposed in Skokie. So Allah is that you're not married. What if you said, however, she happens to reside in Skokie, and then you propose to her elsewhere, and then because in the first case, it was part of the Kedushan. In the second case, you are giving the address. Please go propose to my wife. She lives in Skokie. That doesn't, that's not the same thing as please propose to my wife while she's in Skokie. Those are not the same things. So therefore the mission is mechalic between the two to say that if you have as part of the get married line is that she lives in Skokie and you have to propose in Skokie. And if you propose in Evanston, 
But if all you're doing when you're talking about Skokie is saying her address is in Skokie, okay, that's a logistical piece of information. It's not a halachic piece of information. And therefore, Lemaisa, they would still be Mekudashas. The Gemara says, it's not uh, Nami Gabe Gidden. We have the same exact halacha that's taught by Gidden. If a man says to a shleach, please give my wife the get in Skokie, and he ended up giving her the get in Evanston, they're not they're not divorced. But if you're giving a location, <clears throat> Google Maps, you dropped a pin on her house for your shleach to follow. Turned out he found her in uh, another, another community by accident. <coughs> So then the Gemara says, kosher, and says the Gemara, we need these cases both by Kiddushin, which is our Mishnah, and we also need it in regards to Gittin, which we learned in the previous Masechta, and Daf Samechei. Why do we need both of them? Because if the only time I learned about this was in Masechah's Kiddushin, there, I'm trying to create closeness. In a particular city, they know me, and they're going to speak nice things about me. They're not going to say anything negative about me. Let's say that people like me in West Rogers Park, and they don't like me in Evanston. So I'll tell my shliach, please, when you propose to my wife, let it be in West Rogers Park, people like me over there. So the Gemara says that, by Kedushin, maybe we would make such a distinction. But Baha'i Asra, if you propose to my wife in Evanston and she looks around the room and says, hey, does anybody know this Karish guy? Suddenly, people dislike me over there. And Mamalali, Mili, Ilavai, they'll say negative things about me. And that's why, by Kedushin, we make this distinction. But when it comes to getting divorced, when you're trying to create a rift between you and your half ex-wife, there we might have argued that location has no relevance at all. Kamash Malan, that, that the location matters a lot. And Lamaisa, a couple will not be divorced if a husband is specific about the city in which he wants the divorce to take place. Fine. And and if I only had the Gemara in Gittin Samachai, the Gemara that speaks about this distinction of we're only divorced in City X versus please divorce my wife, she's in City X. In certain places, I don't mind being embarrassed. In some places, I don't want to be embarrassed. Once I already know she's head over heels for me, doesn't matter what city we propose in. I might have said, because I know she loves me and she's going to say yes, no matter what happens. So therefore, I might I might not have thought that the halachos would have been the same in regards to Kedushin Sricha. Therefore, we need both cases. We need the case of Kedushin and Gerushin. And therefore, both by Kedushin and Gerushin, if a man says, I want to either marry you or get divorced from you in city X, the city is Le'ikuva. Then the Shliach has to be uh, has to do a Shlichus only in city X. Uh, and Masha'in Kane in regards to referencing the city in which she happens to live. They're both by Kiddushin and by Gerushin. In both of those cases, that's only information, that's logistical information, and it's not Le'ikuva. The next Mishnah, 10 lines from the bottom on Nunamadal. <clears throat> the Gemara says, Amakadesh Esha'isha. <clears throat> if a man proposes to a woman halachically on the condition that she doesn't have any Nadarim, and then someone <clears throat> pipes up and says, actually, she does have a nether against her. 
So the Gemara says, ain't in the Kudash, as the Mishnah says that they're not married. That's a violation of the Kedushan. Khan Sastam. What if he didn't make it a condition about Nadarim? He, he married her Stam without ever asking. It's not a common question that we would ask in our world. By the way, my uh, dear soon-to-be fiancé, uh, any any looming Nadarim I should know about. But you didn't ask that. You were in Kin Sastam. You just got married. Wow. That's pretty strong. So the din is that you're allowed to get divorced. You're allowed to divorce her. And you're allowed to not pay her her ksuba. She was dishonest. Those are things that you have to disclose before you get engaged. By the way, that would be the halacha lamaisa piece, even today, if this plays out. That when a man says under the chuppah, I read, I've never seen this. I'm just just playing with the Mishnah right now. I, I can't imagine. I'm sorry. You want to have it tonight. Just follow the script. Forget it tonight. Even if he was consistent. Yeah. But it turned out later yeah. that she then she stayed yeah. below Ksubasa. Yeah. We don't we don't do anything about that. But Lamaisa, what would happen if I find out after I'm married that my wife had ten nadarm, that one nether that I didn't know about? So according to the married and finds out she's a vegetarian. Ah uh, for real. You, you find out first. Well, you should. You, you should. Would, but... Again, we're talking about uh, new new square. There's no vegetarian. There's no vegetarian. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, Michael, right? It's unlikely, but oh, but somehow she in in halacha we always speak at the edges of reality right. because we have to we have to get to the ikar hadid. It's so crazy that there's some. But if in fact this is true, then and I'm not saying that this is lamaisa, but if in fact this is true, it would be incumbent upon the sadr kedushin to say to her, "I'm just letting you know." If you talk a heaven dharm and your husband right. doesn't know about but that, I really don't like most of us just don't know how to even take the dharm. No, we we know how to make them. We uh, we don't know how to keep them. Oh, I'm, I'm sure we know how to make them. Hare alai. What? Hare alai. Whatever. Hareza. You know that. You I'm just saying. I know. I know. I'm just saying that it's not. Even even when you talk about things like uh, you know call him a kabbal uh, minug, right? It just no. Uh, so pam. If you, you know, did it three times, why is Macy wouldn't matter? It's a problem. Yeah. Right, because nobody he, says, Hare Allah, uh, that they're going to be... Yeah. If they had a real reason or whatever. Yeah, this din is quoted in Shulchan Aruch, by the way. Yeah. So uh, be careful. All right, anyway, says the Mishnah, uh, six, seven lines from the bottom. Almanash, she'ina leha mumin, benim, so u ba mumin. The law is in his court. Meaning, if he's okay with it, it's fine. Well, if it's almanas, there's two iterations here. There's almanas and then there's stam. So look, let's look at this case. Almanas Let's say he says, I'll only haret mikudeshously on the condition that you don't have any movement. And then they get married and she has a, her whole leg is prosthetic. Mm-hmm. P.S. My roommate in Shalvim, lovely guy. The first uh, we were roommates, he took off his right leg when he was an amputee. I had no idea. So I didn't make it tonight, but who my roommate's roommate was going to be, but he, he was actually an amputee. So the Gemara says if it's Almanas, then they're not married at all. But let's say I said nothing. And then I find out uh, 10 minutes after we're married, I find out my wife's an amputee. So the Gemara says, Then the din is that then the din is that uh, she's Tetze below Ksuba. So also, how you have to figure out how you define a moon. So says the Gemara. She call a moon and a postlin bekohan and postlin benosh. So the Gemara says that any moon that's postal with a coin isn't that even being a lefty, right? Mm-hmm. 
just saying I don't make the rules I just I just quote them <clears throat> so post Limbanushim that's why you got to go uh, throwing axes before you get buried <laughs> to see, like, is she have a left hand or a right hand? All right, says the Gemara, but it's not Nami Gabi Ksubis Ki Agavna. This Mishnah is also very similarly quoted in Maseches Ksubis. Hacha Kedushin Yitzrichalei, therefore Tana Ksubos Atu Kedushin. Here, for the purposes of Kedushin, we needed to learn about it, therefore we threw in Ksubis. And Hasam Ksubis Yitzrichalei, by Ksubis we needed it, and therefore Tana Kedushin Atu Ksubis. It's a very odd Gemara because normally when we have multiple locations we we figure out why each one exists yeah. here the gemara is saying it's over here because it's over there which is not i i don't know i don't know i didn't look into the rishona but these things kind of bother me a little bit i just didn't have time but uh 12 lines ago we made a distinction between a rhetorical question and a statement and here we're not making a distinction between an extra mishnah i don't understand at the very bottom, on Nunamad Aleph, that's two lines from the bottom at the last mission on the page. A man who tries to marry two women with one pruta. Or if a man wants to marry one woman with less than a Shabbat pruta. Even if at a later point he sent gifts that in total dollar value would have put her over the top for a Shabapruta, says the Gemara on the top of Nunamud Beis, Eina Mekudeshes, Shemach Mas Kiddushin Harishonim Shalach. The only reason he sent the Sivlonos was because he thought that they were already married. He wasn't sending the Sivlonos as a completion of the Pruta. He gave it to her. He's not Maharetz. He thought they were married. He had no idea what he's talking about. Later that day, he sent her a tennis bracelet from uh, from jewelry store. So the Gemara says, Lamaisa, that they're Eina Mekudeshes because his mindset was not that way. His mindset was simple, which is that I thought we were already married. The same thing is true with a Katan. This is fascinating. When a Katan gets married, their Kedushin is at most their Abana, right? So it says the Gemara, if, and Rashi highlights this as well on the third line, once he became a Bar Mitzvah, he sent gifts. He was only when he was a child. And after he um, after he became a Gadol, he sent Sivlonos, he sent gifts. So says the Gemara, we need all of the various cases in our Mishnah. Case number one was Shtei Nashim Case number two was Isha Achas B'Pachos Mishavapruta. And case number three was Katan Shekidesh. So it says the Gemara as follows. Nunamid Beis at the second line, B'Tzricha. Yashmin and Shavapruta. If I only had the, the first case of the Mishnah, where a man proposed to two women with one Shavapruta, I did the Kanafik Mamona Minei. Toi. So it says the Gemara, because once the money left his hand, he thought he did the right thing, because what left his hand was a Shavapruta. So he made a mistake. That case we couldn't leave out. But <clears throat> when a person gives over a Shavapruta, I might have said, Every uh, every Joe, everybody knows. Can I even go pull people in the base medrash? How much is the minimum of, of getting married? Everyone's going to say, say Shavapruta. Eight out of ten, nine out of ten people are going to know that that's true. And the Chimishadr Sivlonos, the but maybe that second case where I only gave Pachos Mishavapruta, I would have had a Havamina that of course that that's not Kiddushin. And I'm going to send a gift later to make sure that you're even doubting for sure you have a Shavapruta. 
Right now, all I have is a half a pruta on me, but I love you and I want to get married. So we needed that case. Biashmin and Hani Tarte. If I had case number one, where a man proposed to two women with one pruta, or a man proposed to one woman, Pepachos Mishava Pruta, Mishum Debein Pruta, Lepachos Mishava Pruta, Lo Kim Lihu Inchi, people don't pay attention to change. They have no idea how much it is. They're just not paying attention. But in the third case, at the top of this page, on the second line, where it says, that case, I might have argued, I might have thought <clears throat> that this child, everybody knows that Kiddushin of a Katan is a zero midoraisa, and therefore the second he hits his bar mitzvah because he loves the 12-year-old, whatever, they're little children. So therefore, Pasha, that when he sends these gifts, they're a die to the Kedushan, Kamash Malan, says the Gemara, we need all three cases in the Mishnah. We need the case of a, one man who proposes to two women with one Shavapruta. We need the case of a man who proposes to one woman, Pepachos Mishavapruta. And we need the case of Katan Shikidesh, because otherwise I wouldn't have known all of them. And Allah is the same with all of them. It's a zero. There's no kiddushin when you break the rules. It has to be a shava pruta per woman. Otherwise, you're done. Doesn't work. There's no kiddushin without it. <clears throat> now, this sugya is very much connected, um, but when you read it in flow, it sounds too connected. Um, let's read the next sentence. You'll see what I mean. It my rav amar choshishin lesiblonos. Rav says we are concerned about siblonos. V'chein amar rabba choshishin lesiblonos, and rabba agrees. Now, what this sounds like is that we are concerned about Sivlonas, that they would be married, because that's what we were just discussing. But it's actually not what's happening over here. And Baruch Hashem for Rashi. Take a look at Rashi. Eight lines down, nine lines down. Here, <clears throat> this statement, this Memra of Rav Huna and of Rabba, says the Gemara, says Rashi, excuse me, Choshish and the Sivlonos, Mishashideh Be'isha. Only if we're talking about shiduchim. If I sent a gift, I'm, we're just dating. She's a wonderful girl. I send her a bouquet of flowers. But I do so with Edim. Terrible idea. Shema Okay, so back in the Gemara, let's just be clear. When the word says itmar, we're talking now about a slightly different sugya. A guy goes on two dates with a girl and he sends her a gift in front of Edim. So there, that's where Rav Huna and Rabba say Choshish in the Sivlonos. We're concerned then that the gift that you sent because it was with Edim, perhaps it's a real Kedushin and then you're married. No Shabapruta was given. This is a new, like a new case. He said, maybe we have a problem from our Mishnah right here in this parak, from the from the from the page before. What did it say? So Rabbah, who was of the opinion that we're concerned about gifts that were given during Shadchanus, maybe we should learn from our Mishnah. So says the Gemara, Amar no, Hasam over there in our Mishnah. When we said Eina Mekudeshes by the Sivlonus, by the gifts, was Kedekatani Taima. Shemach Mas Kedushinarishonim Shalach. There, the only reason we completely ignored the gifts that were given in our Mishnah was because they were on the heels of an awful transaction of an Amharitz of a husband who gave a who gave a half of a Shava Pruta to a woman. He's an Amharitz. So they're Pashat that they're not married. But it's not because of the Sivlonus. But here in the case of Shadchanus, <clears throat> A man goes on a date a couple times with a girl, sends her uh, a gift that's a Shavapruta with Edim. Yeah, we should be concerned that they're married. Absolutely, we should be concerned about that. 
But Ika de Amre, that Rab's concern was a little different. From where do I know that we're concerned about uh, uh, Sivlonos? Says the Gemara, over there in our Mishnah, when the guy gave Pachos Mishaba Pruta, he's an Amma Aretz Daraisa. Go sit and learn a Mishnah. You don't know what you're talking about. But Alma, when you're talking about Shiduchim, a regular couple of dates, and you send a gift, Taka, Hab Kedushin. And there, in this version of the of the Gemara, the Gemara says, Rabbi, he argues and says, No, Rabbi, you got it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway down on Nunamud base, we're going to go to the Mishnah and then we'll stop. Lomi <clears throat> It's just teaching me two things: one obvious, one less obvious. Lomi boya I don't need you to tell me the case of our Mishnah. There, Pasha, the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He gave a penny instead of giving a Shava Pruta. He's an Am Haaretz. There's no Kedushin there at all. He argues with Rabbah and says, no, even by Shadchanus, there's nothing to worry about. So there's two versions of how to understand Rabbah and Abai's conversation. In the first version, they agree with one another and we're choshish in the Kedushin in the case of Shadchanus. And in the second, Abai argues with Rabbah. So the Gemara says, my Habayala. The Gemara says, how do we paskin? Amar Papa, Rav Papa says, In the city where Kedushin typically comes first, and the gift typically comes later, then Chayshinon, that they're actually married, because sending the gift is a Gilui Milsa that there was Kedushin. But if we're talking about a city where gifts are typically given earlier than the Kedushin, then Lo Chayshinon, because the gift is the first step and not, uh, not a remez to Kedushin. Says the Gemara, that should be obvious that if a man is seen giving a gift and in that place, gifts only come after Kedushin, Pasha that it's a simon that they're married. So says the Gemara, Lo tzricha. no, the case is the Ruba Mekadshe, if you live in a city where most people um, first have Kedushin followed by Sivlonos and then you send a gift, you're right, it appears that way that you're married. But there is a mute of people in town who don't do it that way, and therefore we should have been concerned, says the Gemara. Last little sugya for tonight. Let's say there's a star ksuba. Someone finds it in the shuk. It says, My name, Hillel Pinchas Ben Shmuel Mordechai. It says, My wife's name, Rachel Tsipora, Bas David Akiva Levi. Mahu. No one ever went to the Karish wedding. Nobody knew there was no wedding. All we had, the only evidence was this ksuba with both of our names on it. Are we considered married? So the Gemara says, Amar you find a document that just has all the right names. It's like the picture frame. Maybe the Ksuba, they picked Hillel Pincha as Ben Shmuel Mordechai. I don't know. The people do crazy things. Sometimes truth is crazier than fiction. So the star that they found on the street was a template. It just happened to have the right names on it. So because of that, you're going to say that my wife would be an Ashes Ish, this woman who uh, only, the only Havamina we have that she's married to me is this star. My Habayala, how do we look at this case? In a case scenario where Kedushin comes first and where Aksuba comes later, yes, of course we'd be concerned because there was all, 
Because if you see a ksuba, it's a gilu milsa on the kedushin. But kasve, the hondar mikache, but in the city where the ksuba is written first and afterwards the kedushin, then when you see a ksuba, who cares? Unless you were present at the kedushin or know about it, there was none. Lo chayshinan. So asks the Gemara, wait one second. Mikache, the hondar kasve pshita. Pasha, that if it's Mikache, if you do Kedushin first, and then they find the star that says my name and my wife's name, Pasha, that we're married. Wow, that's obvious. <clears throat> so the Gemara says, Lo lo safra. I live in a town where there is no sofer. So if that's true, then Maudatayim, I might have thought, I was sitting at the crossroads of the city. I see this guy, there's a feather sticking out of his bag. I'm like, are you a sofer? Get over here. Write me a star. So have a mean that that might have counted. Kamash Mulan that it does not count. And having a ksuba without kedushin is completely a zero. We'll stop right here. Pick up at the Mishnah 15 lines from the bottom on Nunamid Beis tomorrow night. Wishing you all a beautiful night.